Welcome everybody to the Fast Movers Dynasty Podcast, exclusive podcast for the Winners at War Dynasty League. This is Season 2, Episode 1. I'm your host, Jin, and with me as always is our leader, commissioner extraordinaire, and draft room strategist, Lance. What's up, Lance? What's up, bro? Long time no talk. How you yeah, doing? Yeah, man. How you, oh, good. How are you, man? I'm doing good. Time's flying by, man. Yeah, it was only, you know, it seems like only yesterday we just had our uh, post mock draft, um, post combine mock draft episode, uh, the last episode of season one. And now we're back better than ever with your first episode of season number two of our league. So it's exciting times. Yeah, man, like it's season two already. It's crazy that we're starting in May, you know, season two. Um, but that's Dynasty, and I'm looking forward to this next year, man. I, I don't know about you, but I'm I, I'm super excited. Oh, for for sure, for sure. I mean, um, definitely going through the off season for the first time in a Dynasty league was def- uh, definitely different. You know, like paying more attention to free agent acquisitions earlier, um, combine, and all like the the draft, like all the buzz and all the what is a smoke screens like who's going where all of that stuff like was pretty interesting to keep track of yeah you know me and you talked in length about hypotheticals before like landing spots and stuff and now we have all our information and you know i was expecting some things in the draft honestly this is the first year i've ever covered an nfl draft other than like the first round <laughs> mm-hmm. or whatever but it was it's exciting to watch you know like seeing where these guys land and stuff but yeah, I'm ready for this next year. Yep, for sure. Um, and and both our both our teams are still in the playoffs in the NBA. Who? Oh, yeah. Know, so go Mina. Yep. Shout out to Mina, uh, champion of season one. His team and Lance's team, the Lakers, are are you know they counted they, us out, Mina. Bro, that was uh, like what a um, perfect matchup. Yeah, to get the seven seed against that 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 weak Grizzlies team. It's like oh. And apparently Dylan Brooks is not going to be invited back to the team <laughs> under any circumstances. Like, what? Dude. <laughs> I mean, and w- what's crazy is you guys were down, what, double digits at one point to Minnesota in the play-in game? Yeah, dude. Like, you could have had to had to challenge the, the Nuggets in the first round, but instead you got this Grizzlies team, they this were down fraud by 15, two seed. 15 at home or something like that. But we were yeah. we we were just talking literally a few minutes ago about your Celtics and it's the same. Like they can look the Lakers can look like top defensive team, like, you know, everything's working and then the next game they play the Bulls and they're just like mm. how the fuck did you guys lose? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the switch they just decide, ah, we're not we don't need this game and yeah. they just um, forget about it. But it's exciting times, playoffs, and now, you know, this episode we're going to talk about the big moment in our league which is the rookie draft which you know like we like we we're talking about we've been we've been waiting we've been pining for this uh the rookie draft to happen um the the official NFL draft kicked off last Thursday we got all the landing spots of all of all the players that we've been talking about all year um so yeah, we're going to talk about the this uh, rookie draft coming up in a couple of different ways. Hopefully, it's going to be informative, uh, interesting, uh, fun for you guys. Uh, first, though, 
Uh, we're going to have Lance put on his uh, professor hat and go over how the rookie draft is actually going to work. Second, we'll tier the top 10 players in the draft. Uh, this is where we can talk about some of the changes in our and how we value the rookies since since the landing spots, um, since they actually got drafted to teams. Because I know, Lance, um, you're tilting based on some of these uh, draft selections that kind of uh, messed up some some running back rooms and whatnot. So we'll kind of go over some of that a little bit. Um, if you want to just give a little preview on how you're feeling in the second round last last week. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> and and finally, um, we're going to do a segment where Lance and I will take turns. Um, like a what would you do if you were this manager on the clock to see um, if you were um, each of these teams, what what you would do, either draft the player at the spot you're at. If you don't have a first round pick, maybe, you know, it's time to time to trade up, trade for one or trade back. We'll just kind of play with all the scenarios. Just a quick uh, scenario for each of the 10 teams in our league. Um, just just for um Go go through trades, picks, potential strategies. Just give you a little peek behind our our curtain here. How yeah, are you feeling uh, about that? Yeah, I mean, me and you can talk about fantasy football for hours, bro. Honestly, so yeah, we're just gonna have a fun episode. Talk about the rookie draft coming up, um, and maybe like a sneak peek, uh, early, you know, peek at the next season coming up. So yeah, let's see. Like, let's look at some rosters. Yep, for sure. That's what I was thinking. Like, we can kind of go over the rosters, see, like, you know, especially with us in, uh, increasing our starters, right, to one extra flex, uh, it really changes the dynamic of our league. And I don't know if some people might be sleeping on the import on the on the depth, you know. So we'll we'll see, like, maybe like at the back half of the first round, um, if you know, coming up coming up to pick one of these one of these top 10 players is is worth it in the long run we can just talk about that but you know this is a competition we are in the league we're trying to beat each other so we're not going to go past like the top 10 or 12 because you know this strategy you know you guys got to do your own strategies right so we'll just we'll just do a little basic uh top 10 stuff so yeah, stuff that everybody should already know and going back to like our extra flex spot, I can almost guarantee you that there are a few people in our league that do not even know <laughs> that we added another flex spot. So it's good Oof. to uh, keep up with information. You know, we're giving, we're giving like you updates on the league and stuff. But when Daryl asked me when we added the flex, I'll just point him to the epi podcast episode, bro. So that's why we got all this recorded. We got receipts. So yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. And, you know, on all the trade offer, I've sent Daryl multiple trade offers with no response. And I've mentioned to him quite a few times that the extra extra flex could be who it could be um, the detriment to most of these some of these rosters that, you know, look great in a start nine. But you add that start 10 and things get a little shaky. Yep. Changes it changes it up. You know, uh, depth actually matters. But, you know, let me just go over this uh, rookie draft. Yep. Let's go. Yeah, so we're starting on Friday, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I think it's a three-hour difference from you, Jen. Yeah, from three you. hours. Yep, so begin uh, 9 a.m. for my Hawaii bros. Um, it'll be a linear four rounds. So we all know, you just go over your draft picks, look which picks you got. 
Um, unlike our startup draft, this is going to be a pretty slow draft. So I was just planning on just doing the longest time. So the first round will be about 12 hours per pick. You don't have to take the whole 12 hours. Um, but I figure it's the most important round. You know, it's the first inaugural rookie draft. So we'll take our time with that for trades. And then I pretty much was just thinking I would just speed it up. You know, so the second round will be eight hours and then the third and fourth rounds, honestly, to be determined, it can go down to four hours to two hours to whatever we want. So, yeah, but the main thing here, too, is um, it will pause every single day, um, 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10 a.m. So that's seven to seven uh, for people in Hawaii. Um, Sounds good. But, uh, yeah, that way you don't get you don't have to, like, wake up in the middle of the night. No, to be like, oh my god, I'm on the clock. Nope. So, and yeah, then, that's great. Yep. And then I'm gonna have it. So once our rookie draft starts, I'm just gonna lock all uh free agents and waivers. And then once I believe Mina has the last pick, um, it'll be 24 hours after Mina makes his last pick that will open it up again for everyone. Yep. And and what you think? You were gonna um all the undrafteds are gonna be wavered or yep. free agents? I, I I say we waiver them. Yep, and then you got Fab, right? We all got hundred dollars Fab, fab yep. back, so uh, you can start spending right away if you if you guys feel like you need it. Yep. So that's pretty much the cliff notes. Um, I'll be sending group text messages um, probably um, Friday morning or right about when the draft starts. I think. I mean, I know you'll be on the clock first, Jen. So um, I'll just give a heads up to everyone, and when you're on the clock, I'll just give you a heads up text too. Yep, sounds good. Um, yeah, man, I think it's it for our first inaugural rookie draft. I think twelve hours is good because kind of you know test the waters, see like how this is gonna work. Um, try to see mm -hmm. if uh, trades. You know, you get more more time, more uh, bigger window of opportunity to try to trigger some trades. If if somebody's finally like woke up and it's like, wait a minute, I need some of these rookies because some of these rookies are. Are gonna be legit. Um, maybe not. Maybe not superstars, but they'll be legit pieces for these uh, rosters coming up that can, you know, easily be at uh, your flex or starter at least in the top. What I would say, fifteen or so, fifteen twenty. It's pretty good. You gonna got, got some decent talent over there. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like the NFL has beasts every year. You know, just beasts coming in every yep. year. This is one of the ways to make your roster younger. You know, so um, we do play Dynasty. So, you know, you kind of do want a young roster that can compete every year. Um, So this is the opportunity to get younger. So without trading. Yep, exactly. So, um, yep, those are the rules. That's how the um, the first draft is going to go. Um, It's going to be exciting, man. And I'm going to kick it off with the 101 at at what, what was that? 7 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time. Yep. Yep. On Friday. So. That will be, uh, we're posting this on Thursday, so it'll be the day after. So, man, yeah, get everybody, get ready. It's going to be, it's going to be good times. Yep. Um, hey, Jen, I yo. feel, you know, during the off season, we've talked with multiple peoples about trades, right? But it's, I, I feel like it's different when the clock is ticking, <laughs> you know, when mm. you're on the clock, because, hey, you got a time limit, you know? So I, I'm, I'm really like excited to see, like, once our draft, starts then i think like the 
trade negotiations get a little bit more real because it's actually started. You know what I mean? So yep, and players yeah. are actually being picked and Moving. coming off the board, yep. and and then you're realizing like, oh man, at this without a pick, I'm not getting any of these potential rookies. So yeah, I agree with you. Hopefully yep. that really, um, you know, sparks some trade chatter. So that'll be fun. Yep, and I mean these guys look pretty good so i mean who knows you might have a star multiple stars or just solid role players but that's like the excitement of drafting these players right they're like a mystery box <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like who's gonna get the next justin jefferson i mean justin jefferson wasn't drafted he was like a late first i think in yep, a lot of dynasty rookie drafts so herbert late yeah first. <laughs> Her herbert was probably what the third quarterback picked yeah, in, in his like draft. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, dude. So there's going to be some gems. I mean, there's obviously going to be some um, busts or um, people that may, might let you down a little bit, but that's all in as part of the game. So hopefully everybody's ready, excited to draft some of these young up and coming studs. Um, segwaying right along, we're going to, you know, do a little tiering of the top 10 players. So Lance, I mean, all year long, number one at the top of the pyramid was Bijan Robinson, running back um, of the Atlanta Falcons. Now, first round, he was a first round pick. He was pick eighth overall. So, what's your what's your gut check feeling on um, Bijan after draft capital, after all the hype and combine out through the roof and all of the above? I mean, money talks, right? And the Falcons picked him at like top 10 running back, top 10 pick. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I listened to some people and I got some mixed, like some people have some mixed feelings about the Falcons, but I love the Falcon landing spot. They have a mm. great O-line. They run the ball as Algier was got a thousand yards as a rookie yeah. and Robin uh, Bijan is going to eclipse that for sure. <laughs> you know, so um he's a beast i mean he was in the my top you know tier one and i mean he stays there for me yeah for sure man i mean the falcons i mean who's the coach there right arthur smith where did that guy come from he came from the titans who who has a, a man named king henry over there who is just feasting so if you can just bring a little bit of that flavor over you got yourself a, a at least the top two or three redraft running back. So, and dynasty wise, he's going to be the, he's going to be the, what dynasty clear cut RB one, at yep. least in value. From yep. this didn't moment step, on. Didn't even step foot on the field. I would have him as my RB one. Yeah, for sure. So Bijan Robinson, he was, uh, at, at one time we thought maybe he'd be the only one in this tier, right? The top tier yep. slam dunk one-on-one, but we got a quarterback man who, who's you know started to just flash and now we put this guy alongside Bijan in tier one we got Anthony Richardson quarterback so I know the biggest concern right was what's his draft capital gonna be and yep. boy first round fourth pick overall to the Indianapolis Colts I mean I can can't couldn't have been a more perfect landing spot for this guy yeah, I mean, I think that was probably the, one of the best landing spots of, you know, the teams picking in like top seven. 
maybe the Colts and or maybe like the Seahawks would be number two, mm. uh, but they didn't go QB um, with their pick. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's hard not to bump them up to this tier one after, you know, getting the draft capital, um, killing the combine. I mean, getting drafted by the Colts, they have usually a really good O-line. They have weapons. Yep. Ready. JT. JT. They got Pierce. They got um, Pittman. Um, they got a bunch of two big tight ends. Um, and they got, um, downs. they drafted Josh Downs. Uh, Josh Downs. Yep. So. <laughs> so, I mean, he has everything there to succeed. Um, we'll see if he can put it together because I think he has like ceiling upside, like probably, you know, as high as Bijan. And Bijan is coming out as one of those like quote generational running backs. Mm-hmm. So, I think Richardson has the most upside of any of these QBs, and it's. I feel like it's not even close. Yeah, upside-wise, I agree with you. But he also probably has the – I mean, out of the three quarterbacks that we're, that we're mostly talking about, B, uh, A. Rich, Bryce, and CJ, he definitely has the lowest floor. So Ooh, that's – I don't, You I don't think so? Know. I don't Ooh. know, man, because if you think about it, if he starts from day one, which they said that he – probably will i mean he's gonna rush for 800 900 a thousand mm. yards right i mean yeah i guess so yeah touchdowns, you're he's, i mean for me like rushing quarterbacks in fantasy football offer you a safe floor because they run the ball you know what i mean so that's gonna be there from day one um mm-hmm. so i would argue he has a pretty decent floor compared to stroud um let's say i mean who's he throwing to you know they just Mm -hmm. traded their first round pick next year for you know will anderson at number three so i mean i could see in a world where anthony richardson you know has a higher floor than stroud this year just based on his rushing you know it's there Mm. already he's the most athletic qb of all time at the combine he's gonna run the ball so yeah, I mean that's just my counter argument to that statement. No, that's a good that's a good counter argument because yeah, we haven't seen CJ Stroud really um use his legs even though he seems like he could would be able to have some wiggle but yeah, I mean you're not wrong. I mean the 800 yards rushing is that's a big bonus so right. you might be right on that. And that's and well, I mean, wh- I mean sorry to, sorry to interrupt you Jim but like it'll go into our next tier. But think about who Stroud was throwing to in college, right? Would you argue that that group is better than what he has right now in the NFL? Oh, 100%. So, yep. So Bryce, Bryce, I feel like young. He kind of is like a mini Patrick Mahomes in a playmaking. You know, he can make others better. Does, I mean, we, we haven't seen Stroud with a un, you know, without like his tier one wide receiver. So, mm. I mean, there are some question marks, you know. So that that that's my that's argument. True. Yeah, that that's my side. That's how I view it at least. That's true. CJ Stroud definitely doesn't have the weapons. Um he's yeah, and he might have more growing pains. I guess I was just looking at it from like a a long-term slant that if yeah, A Rich season 1, I think definitely you're right on the floor, but what if he never becomes an adequate passer, you know, then then you kind of, yeah. yeah, you kind of, I mean, you'll be, you'll be good, but there's, if he doesn't reach, I would say it's 
if he reaches his potential, he's going to be a top, what, three, four quarterback. But if he doesn't, then he'll be, you know, back in um, high-end QB2, low-end QB1. Like probably like a Cam Newton after his, like, MVP year, you know? like Yeah, like after throw, the MVP year. But still run, you know what I right, mean? Right. Kind of like there. I, I totally see it. But, um, yeah, no, I totally mean, see it. the rushing. I mean, I would take him over Justin Fields right now, point blank. So that's he's already up ahead of that guy to me. <laughs> Honestly, whew, that's I mean, me, Justin Fields me. just ran for what, like 1400 yards? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And if that killer can put up his passing, like, I mean, he's he's a little different though, right? From Richardson, um, maybe yep. running, but yeah, we'll see, man. I make, I mean, I feel like there's a distinct top tier, um, yep. John and Anthony Richardson. Um, to me, and I, I, I just really want to see how like that offense is built around him. So excited! Agreed, to agreed, agreed. Um, that's why I mean he's consensus tier one, uh, number two, uh, number two prospect in in both of our eyes. Um, and moving on to tier two is the two quarterbacks we mentioned: uh, Bryce Young, quarterback, uh, first round pick. Number one overall to the Carolina Panthers and CJ Stroud, um, second overall pick to the Houston Texans. And then we also have uh, Jameer Gibbs rounding out tier two. I mean, there is an argument. I'm just looking at this that you could actually Bryce Young could be in his own tier by himself. But what do you think? Is this an adequate tier two or you want to split him up? Um, I, I wouldn't argue with you there. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, the next, you know, tier two. I mean, they're still great players. You know, Bryce Young, number one overall. You know, mm-hmm. give the man his props. Um, and Stroud, number two. So, you know, I'm not saying Stroud is bad or anything. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. I mean, these guys drafted one and two. Um, it's hard for me to – I definitely would have Bryce Young over Stroud um, yeah. in that sense. I don't know if he belongs in his own tier, though. Okay, um, yeah. I think I think it's close for me personally. Um, I think you could argue that Gibbs would be over Stroud mm. um, in some rankings. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. So, I mean, I think they're all, I would keep them in their own tier, but for me, I might put Gibbs ahead of Stroud. Ooh, that's, that's a good, that's an interesting uh, way to look at it too. It's like, at first, I was thinking like, oh, man, but it, but Stroud's the quarterback. But then we also have Bijan as the number one. So, like, why can't another running back be a higher rank than a, another quarterback? So, yeah. Right. I think... He got picked four picks after him. You know, like, yeah. first Detroit, round. man. Yep. I mean, Detroit grabbed him. And I I mean, I think he's an instant top five uh, ru- dynasty running back that lands in a great spot. Um, high-powered offense, um, traded Swift away, so you know he's going to get on the field. I mean, he's in the first round, top 15 picks. I mean, you can't argue the draft capital. So, I mean, depending on what you need, you know, you could argue mm-hmm. that you could put Gibbs ahead of Stroud. But I would have Bryce Young for sure on top of this tier. Sounds good to me. So, yeah, I mean, this is where, you know, like the nuances matter. Um Everybody's going to have slightly different rankings within the tier. Um, um, I'm just 
what do you think the share is going to be between Gibbs and Demont like in the first uh, first season? You think it's going to be 50-50? Um, well, are you talking out the backfield or cuz yeah. I honestly could see Gibbs being played out the slot easily. Ooh, true. Easily. He's that good at receiving. So, if I, I read that, you know, or heard that the Lions didn't really treat him as strictly a running back. They're getting a weapon, dude. Like, this mm. guy is good. So, I would not be surprised if he has, like, you know, lines up in the backfield, get some carries, but also, uh, like, slots out wide, which increases his value even more, right? So, right. Th- that's why I would argue that he could potentially be ahead of Stroud even in a super flex. Um, that's how I view him, but I've always loved Gibbs, you know? So yeah. You, like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Talk, yeah. Don't, I mean, don't take my, my word as like tr- total truth, but I do see him as one of those di- potential difference makers. Um, honestly, if I were a Gibbs owner, um, I'd probably, you know, 50, 50 or even a 60, 40 out the backfield. But I don't even care about that. I want targets, you know, and yep. this guy's going to get a ton of targets. <laughs> a ton. That's true, man. Like if, yeah, he's almost like, he's almost like a, the running back version of Debo then. And kind yep. of right where he's going to be J-Mo, lined up a- anywhere. Yep. And J-Mo is suspended for six games. So I could totally see Gibbs just getting a bunch of targets. I mean, he, Jen, he got drafted four picks after being He's going on the field. They're going to use him. He's a first-round pick. So, I mean. Yeah, and pick your poison, right, with Gibbs and Amon Ra both running routes, like, in the in the slot or whatnot. Just they're both going to get open, and Goff can yeah. just, you know. If he can get, get 100 him. targets, you know, that's Ooh. what you're looking for. <laughs> 100 targets is what, like five a game? Bro, if game. <laughs> yeah, if 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 they use Gibbs like how you're saying, then yeah, I think I would put him above Stroud too. Yep. Um, but that's totally you're right. Needs based, right? They're in the same tier for a reason. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean Montgomery is the bigger back. I he probably will get goal line like that Jamal Williams role. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gibbs kind of gets hurt there, but I don't. I mean, I think he'll he's gonna get red zone touches. I don't know about like one yard line you know those plugs yeah but yeah he's gonna get a lot of uh, targets this year opportunities so I, I i'm super high on gibbs i mean even if gibbs is he if he's just a like a a better version of swift i mean swift showed that he could be a top yep. 10 running back exactly with, with jamal williams taking all of that so if gibbs exactly. is just a little bit better than that or a lot better then you got yourself a yeah, you got yourself a RB one, man. Yep. And yeah, um, so before the draft, Gibbs and um the next player in his own tier, tier three, we got Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver. He was a first round pick, twentieth overall, picked by the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so before those two were on the same tier, but after the draft, we had a little, you know, second. A little change there. Jackson Smith and Jigba dropped down to his own tier all by himself. Um, so how you feeling about JSN in the in the disgusting Seahawks colors? <laughs> hey man, I mean I was 
I was a pretty good fan of the Seahawks, you know, because their offense produces fantasy points. You know, my boy Ken Walker's on mm. there. I fucking hate them now. Yeah. The Seahawks. <laughs> Seahawks. Just... Um, but, yeah, man, like, this is a tough one because before, before uh, landing spots, I mean, I was – I had him above Gibbs for sure. But I think, I mean, with the draft capital and the landing spot, he's competing with – Ken Walker, Charbonnet, DK Metcalf, Lockett, you know, so there's only one ball. So this, like, I I still think he's an awesome receiver, but I would not expect a lot out of him for this year. I mean, potentially he could slide into that wide receiver two spot for them, possibly, but it's a lot of mouths to feed, man. (laughs) Not, Not the best landing spot, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have loved for him to drop, um, to go twenty-one to the Chargers. Chargers. That yeah. would have been like he would have just taken over the Keenan Allen role, seamless. Like learn, like learn from Keenan, whatnot, and he just would have had Herbert. Oh man, that would have been perfect. But he went to the Seahawks. Um, maybe, maybe he'll he'll have the whole middle of the field open because he has DK and Tyler Lockett opening up the field for him. So that's yep. possible too. I, I, it's possible. Yep, totally. But I but could yeah. see, I could see uh, like a few years down the line, uh, DK and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba just being like, uh, like one of the best like wide receiver duos in the league. Yeah, and they complement each other pretty yep. well. It's not like re- there's not redundant talent there, you know. So it's pretty nice. You have like the f- the biggest, fastest, jumps highest dude, and then you and then you got the opposite, like the most agile dude. You got like two yep. of the extremes uh, at those two roles. So that'll be interesting. Maybe I mean, they just got to really, get a better quarterback. I really love the Seahawks' offense. I think, I mean, their offense is probably. I, I want some pieces of it. Um, I think in real life, I, real life, it's gonna be better for fantasy. <laughs> I I think so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I agree, man. So JSN tier three all alone. Um, move and then finally we're gonna go with tier four to round out the top ten. Um, I had no idea how I, was, I wanted to order this, but I got J uh, Jordan Addison, the first player in tier tier four. He went twenty third overall to the Minnesota Vikings. And then you could just toss a coin between Quinton Johnston, 21st overall to the Chargers, and Zay Flowers, 22nd overall to the Ravens. I mean, both these guys have um, some question marks, but they're also, like, really good at uh, certain certain things. So how are you feeling about uh, Jordan Addison, Quinton Johnston, and Zay Flowers? Yeah, man. I mean, um, JSN just started that wide receiver run, right? <laughs> Four yeah. straight wide receivers. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, we talked about this too. Yeah, it's tough to kind of rank these dudes. I, I mean, they're pretty much, they literally got picked back to back to back. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm looking at landing spots and I think they're all pretty similar in terms of like, like, I, I just can't explain it, man. Like, talent i mean who i i can't say which wide receiver is better than the other you know so i'm basically going on landing spot <laughs> mm. yeah well, personally i like jordan addison the best out of the three um just talent wise and like what what he did in college plus the landing spot um but that's 
that's really picking it's really difficult it's you just close. gotta pick yeah, your dude it's not, you know it's like a wide gap where i can say this wide receiver is so much better than the other two right <laughs> you know what i mean i mean it you, yeah, you could argue, you can make your rank and stuff, but I think it's pretty close. It is. It um, is. Like any one of these guys me, could be the best one in the class. Yep. For me, I think um, if we're going to have to like, t- like rank these players in this tier, um, you could argue that Quentin Johnston would go over Jordan Addison mm. just based on landing spot um, because Justin Jefferson ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So like Quentin Johnston could be their wide receiver one i guess you know he has that upside because keenan allen's getting older and mike williams you know um so he's pretty much the next up to be that wide receiver one so that's an argument um but man i love that jordan addison landing spot though right yeah he he just compliments justin jefferson so well yeah, we talked about JSN and uh, Metcalf complimenting, but this one is chef's yep. kiss as well, man. <laughs> yep. Uh, so it's tough, man. I love Zay Flowers too. Like he was yeah, Zay one of Flowers. My, yep. Um, he would have been really interesting on on the Vikings or the Chargers too, because this dude's a beast too. Um, but you know he gets paired with Lamar. Um, got Lamar some weapons. So for me, I probably would rank him. I probably would keep him how you are just because, mm. you know, I, I do think Addison is the better wide receiver than Quinton Johnston. Um, but yeah, I probably would land it there. I think the Ravens is probably the worst quote, worst landing spot out of these three, but who knows, you know, they got a new offensive coordinator, so it could look totally different next year. Yeah, man. Lamar might, Lamar might throw it a million times next year. Seems like they're gearing up. They got some, they got, they got dusted off some, Dusted off of some of them old weapons, and then they brought in uh, Zay Flowers, who's Oops. probably going to be their actual wide receiver one versus OBJ and, and AB. But I would say Zay Flowers has the best chance of being the wide receiver one there. But I don't know. We'll see. But it's we'll see. A, <laughs> those three, man. Those are three stud receivers you can get at what is. So right now, based on our tiering, Jordan Addison is our seventh best player. Quinton Johnson's our eighth, and Zay Flowers is our ninth. So at the back end of the first round, you can still get a a good key difference maker in this in this draft. So, yep, I I, uh, I mean I think everybody in this first round has you know a lot of upside. They're obviously got drafted. I mean, other than Will Levis in the first round, so these yep. guys. Least. <laughs> yep. Except Speaking he, of um the la- so this guy, I mean, man, I, I have so to keep him that. in tier four. Just because he's a quarterback, just because of the positional, you know, advantage. But if, I mean, he probably would be in his own tier at tier five if he wasn't a quarterback and picked almost in the first round. Like, he is like two picks off. Uh, Tennessee did trade up to get him. Um, Will Levis, quarterback, 33rd overall pick, second round by the Tennessee Titans. He's probably not going to start, right? Because you got Tannehill, unless you see him getting traded or cut anytime soon. Um, I mean, the coach did say that he's going to start off as the QB3 behind Tannehill and Will Willis, but we'll see how long that lasts. How are you feeling about Will Levis after his uh, big-time slide? Ooh, he was the one that slid, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, we were texting, like, draft day, and I was telling you, like, 
Dude, Will Levis favorite to go number two now. Yeah, like, man. I, I think on underdog he's like minus four hundred or something like that. Dude didn't even get picked in the first round. I like, think they meant number two in the second round. I guess. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you're right. Jeez, the two o two, not the yeah, one. the two. Yeah, bro. Um, um I mean, how you we, like the spot? Um, I, I mean, I kind of like it. You know, Tannehill's what is this? Is probably his last year, probably. Yeah, it seems um, like so, it. I, mean, I, I feel like he is. He's gonna get starts. Um, and it's a super flex league. Um, he's gonna have value. Um, honestly, he was never on my radar because you know I, I only had the second pick but um me and you were kind of lukewarm on him the whole pre-draft and post-draft and that's kind of how like I'm feeling right now <laughs> yeah yeah I mean he's definitely you know we wouldn't spend like a mid to early first on him but um back end of the first or second round even like first pick of the second round just like in the real draft like you will too. Yeah, I mean you can't go wrong picking a a quarterback that late as even though second round is not you know the best draft capital it's still it's still pretty high up there um you can go you can do a lot worse with the 110 or the 201 or oh, the 202 yeah. yeah and if honestly like looking back at our first year quarterbacks had value if they started they had value right so will levis yeah. will have value i can promise you that um i mean he did have some you know um highlights of him you know using his legs and being like you know they're comparing him to josh allen right um yeah a bigger big arm can use his legs and stuff but we'll see i mean he's kind of flying under the radar right now do you think he's kind of undervalued now (laughs) man there's always a chance right there's always a chance if you can uh starting quarterback in the nfl is could be undervalued i and it's quite possible but he was obviously undervalued in the in the actual NFL draft too. So, um, it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough definitely tough. When I when I was looking at him pre-draft, like I just wasn't in love with his like decision making. Sometimes, you know, he just like to put things into perspective. Hold on, look. let me Google this. Will Levis is twenty three years old, right? Mm. I think Anthony Richardson is what barely twenty one. Yeah, so yeah. If you're you can't compare the two college, you know, like one barely played and one is like three years already played, and he's like a this product, you know. So I really wasn't too high on Levis, but who knows if he gets the right coaching? Um, he got Traylon Burks there. Uh, Derrick Henry release relieves some of the pressure, you know, mm-hmm. um, in the passing game. So I could see it work, honestly, if he. You know, hopefully if this motivates him because, bro, he was over it on that first yep, round. Yep. That dude was over it. So hopefully it lights up, you know, some fire under him. But I, I could see a world where he, he's a like a quality um, starter, you know, in the like league. Like a back-end QB1 yeah. yep. or uh, top-end QB2. Could see it, yep. Yep, it's possible. It's quite possible. But it's also possible he's the next, like, Zach Wilson or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is possible. So that's, that's totally why I'm possible too. Lukewarm. That's why I'm lukewarm. I mean, the dude puts mayo in his coffee. So I yeah, mean, he's just different. He's, bro. Some, he's a different. He's a different animal. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, Will Levis. He's like all world, you know. Like he's a weird motherfucker too, bro. But that kid, that guy can ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, Will Levis. I mean, rounds out our top ten. Um. 
as you can see, we left out the next batch of running backs. And the guy who who slid the most after the draft in our uh, minds, um, and, uh, you know, he might be public enemy number one for you, is uh, running back Zach Charbonnet. So just real quick, how are you feeling about that guy? Because you, you briefly mentioned his name earlier when we talked about uh, all the weapons in Seattle. Yeah, um, dude, I, we were talking how this running back class was pretty loaded, right? So one of the things that I was looking for was these la um, running back landing spots. And I had no, like, it just set the world, fantasy world on fire, I think. <laughs> oh, like, bro. Carroll loves his second round running backs, right? So um, I think, you know, it's probably, I, I mean, I would, like, Jin, if Charbonnet landed in, at like the Bengals or something we're, we're talking totally different rankings right now because he had he's really good and it's a great landing spot but hate the landing spot it kills two birds with one stone um I think they're gonna still be decent you know Pete Carroll loves to run the ball but yeah and it kind of caps upside so hate the pick it really caps the upside for the entire team, right? Like you're saying, like Eight they have so it. many mouths to feed. <laughs> yep. Like, are they going to be a ground and pound? And then that means Metcalf and JSN and Lockett are going to all drop down. Um, or are they going to throw the ball more? And then what are you going to do? How are you going to feed both these guys? Because they're not both, they're both capable of catching the ball, but they're not like natural pass catchers, right? Like, right. they're very it's gonna um, interesting redundant. It's going to be interesting to see, like, what is the split, how they use these two. It's very it's gonna be cool to watch on Sundays, but I mean it's very interesting because Charbonnet arguably was probably one of the few running backs in this class that had quote bell cow potential. Mm. You know what I mean? And him landing in Seattle just killed the bell cow potential because you got Ken Walker too who had a yep. great year. I yep. mean he he was drafted maybe 10 slots ahead of him or like five slots ahead of him in the second round last year. So also mm -hmm. got capital. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they use, utilize both running backs. But yeah, man, that was probably one of the worst landing spots probably in this whole rookie draft probably. <laughs> yeah. When the pick happened, I think I was just so... Um, excited. I was like, oh, he got second round draft capital. And then I texted you. I was like, second round. And then I looked again. And I was like, yeah. Oh, like, what are they doing? <laughs> oh, to the Seahawks. Oh, no. But, I mean, like, to be fair, I knew they were going to draft a running back because they lost a homer um, to Chicago and Penny to the yeah. Eagles. So yeah. they were like, I, I do, honestly, you, like, you want your running back to get all the carries, right, during the season. Like, why aren't they giving, like, Kenneth Walker 30 carries a game? Honestly, I wasn't even looking for that. I was looking for, like, a complimentary piece, you know, like a yeah. like the Devin A chain, you know, spell on third downs and this. But, no, they picked the probably the running back three in the class, you yep. know, around. <laughs> so, yep, it's like, yeah, yep. man. I guess uh, they, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Like, hopefully, Ken Walker, um, Sharp don't cannibalize each other too much. Um, but, 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 yeah. Jim, let me, let me, uh, add on to this conversation because, um, I feel like running backs now and teams are going more to committees, right? Yeah. 
So, I mean, I feel like that there's only a handful of running backs that truly are like workhorse, you know. And I feel like our leagues or leagues in general have been kind of devaluating or devaluing the running back position. But if you have one of these like workhorses, I think that puts you at an advantage during the year because I think, you know, these split backfields, I mean, NFL teams are not paying running backs now. They're going more towards committees. So if you have a running back that gets 70% of the touches, 75%, mm-hmm. you're, I mean, you're locked in. You know, you're like, yeah. I struck gold. You got a huge only, position advantage. There's only, yep, there's only a few of those. And, I mean, I can guarantee you're picking Bijan. So you got one of those. And you, you know, got one, so. too, with JT. Yep, JT. Yep, JT. So, yep. It's for I'm sure, yeah. There's not option, many. Bro. Let yeah, me okay. see it. <laughs> Ooh, oh, my goodness. I think, you know, some people are saying, hey, Anthony Richardson, like, hurts, uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor, which I, you know, agree, you know, hurts, you know, takes a lot of rushing, um, you know, touchdowns, you know, here. I mean, last year he had, like, a ton, right? But, man, I mean, isn't that going to open up some running lanes? For yeah, I mean, Miles Sanders had a good amount of touchdowns last year, too. Yep. It just opened imagine, up the lanes. Imagine JT. You know, yeah, like, like Miles excited. Sanders can do that. Like, JT. I think he has a bounce back year. Yep. I I think I got him as what? He's, I, I think JT is still a top three or four dynasty running back. And one oh, of those. Why wouldn't, he, why wouldn't he be the second? I, I might have him number two. Yeah, Brees Hall, maybe. Oh, Brees Hall, yeah, Brees yeah. Hall. We got to see how the ACL, yep, ACL yep, we'll goes. See. But yeah, we'll I mean, yeah, I forgot but, man, about that guy. But man, if you get, if you get a, if you have a workhorse running back, just forget about that slot. You know, he's locked in. I, I think that's, you know, if everybody's zigging, you know, you got to zag sometimes. You know, so yeah, yeah. I, I think the running back position maybe is gaining is being undervalued a little now in our league because nobody wants running backs right but if you have that workhorse man you might have a diamond you might have a gem so you might you might i agree man so you got you got some good running backs you could get in the second round so everybody keep eye there's there's a handful i would say that that can just you just pick your flavor right pick the type of running back you want the backfield you want and you can get some some decent contributors i think in the in the mid second round but yeah man so let's let's move on so those are our top 10 players um with the honorable mention zach charbonnet um but now we're just gonna move on to the what would you do segment so lance you're on the clock you're me you got the 101 108 109, 110, and 201. What would you do? Ooh, that's tough, man. Because what I would do is probably different than what you would do, <laughs> personally. Because I know you're locked in on Bijan. I here's my argument. Okay, here's my argument for Anthony Richardson at the one. Give it to me. I mean QB, right? Mm. We just talked about running backs. Um, I, you know, their volatility is something that, you know, some people might, might not like, like, I'm not trying to, I think Bijan is going to be locked in running back. Like he's great. I would not be surprised if he puts up a, a, a 2000 yard season and X amount of touchdowns. Like he's that good. Right. 
But I mean, it's hard if 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 Anthony Richardson hits, I, he's definitely he's going to be the more valuable pick, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if he hits, see that's the question mark, which is why there's that argument that Bijan, man, he is like you're locked in RB one. He's gonna be a beast. Like there's just I I don't think there's a question, honestly, you know. Um, but yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe that floor ceiling argument that we I was trying to do with the with the quarterbacks, maybe it's more pertinent to Bijan versus A Rich. Like A Rich has the higher ceiling because it's quarterback, right? But yeah, I agree with you that if he Ooh, A Rich is A Rich is definitely a a a big time player. But so, see like if if any other running back was here, um like previous, who was the running back one last year? I I don't even. Brees, Brees Hall. I, I yeah. I would take Richardson over Brees. I think. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. But Bijan, man, he can be your difference maker. He can be your CMC. Put up twenty five points a game season. Mm-hmm. You know that le- that actual difference maker. And I feel like we're talking about positional scarcity. I feel like running back is getting to that point, you know? So that's where it's tough. That's why these two in tier one is just, they're, they're the two tiers, like two players in their tier that's above the rest. I feel, I feel like, and there, there is a gap there for me. So. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It's a, it's going to be a tough choice. It's tough. tough. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then regarding the one the the late firsts, like if would you be trying to trade out? Would you just pick your pick your dudes? Or I mean, based on my roster, right? My roster is pretty thin. Um, I do have some some decent pieces um uh, along the roster. Uh, I got my right receiver room is as I would say above average to good. Um, <laughs> huh? It's better than mine, bro. <laughs> oh. My my that's the one sucks. That's the one <laughs> positional advantage I have. And then if my <laughs> if the tight end that we will not name uh you know actually shows up, then then I have a potential positional advantage at tight end. But my quarterbacks, right? Like when is Kyler gonna play? So yep. I took a risk. Um I thought I bought him low, but uh, how the how the draft pick gods um came down on me. <laughs> right, dude. I ended up buying one. him at a, at a I think maybe a little high or or around market rate maybe. I don't know, man. That's a, that's pretty that's pretty like, who, who what, what was the pick? He got the Bro, I lo- five, I got right? the 10 I gave him the 104 and the 105. Oof. So and then that that was it. That was Kyler for the 104 and 105. Um oh no, and the 201 and I got the 107 back. 107. Oh, right, right. And then you trade yeah. it back to, uh, back to him. Yeah, back to him for, yeah. Ooh. So, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh... Cardinals. Yeah. It's your QB room, man. Like a lot of question marks, you know, with uh, Murray and Lance, especially. Like, yep. if he cannot beat out Sam Darnold, dude, like, I don't, I don't oh, know what's wrong. Gosh. I, I think he will. I think he will. I still, ha- I'm a, he shares my name, bro. So I gotta be behind this dude. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got, I gotta I mean, have, I gotta have some love for the brother Lance's. But yeah, it's crazy like, how like I mean, Purdy year. was you amazing. Don't show anything, bro. Like, oh yeah, you better, you better take, you better get the starting job in camp 
and you better ha play so well in the first whatever games before Purdy's cleared that they can't give it back to Purdy. You know, like you got to do some spectacular stuff, and on top of all the the little stuff that keeps you on the field, and then because I mean, ceiling wise, Pur Purdy's not. I don't know. I might be one of the few who's like, um, you know, not on the Purdy train as a fellow Niners fan. But I don't know, man. I don't see. I like the swagger, but some of the the arm, the arm talent, is uh not not quite. He 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 yeah, plays like he's Pat Mahomes, but he doesn't have Pat Mahomes' arms. You know, limited. You know, I, I yeah. think I think Trey Lance gives your offense a lot more dynamic. He's more dynamic. For yeah, sure, right. He just has but, to make the easy throws. Yeah, well. that's that's what it is. But sometimes you, sometimes it's so hard. Sometimes to do the simple things, right? Yeah. Like a simple slant. You know, like yeah. on time, it's tough sometimes. And you know, Purdy just—he's smart. You know, he knows his role. He knows where he's going. So it, it's it's interesting to see, right? Because we have it this draft too. Like the differences of Bryce. You have Bryce Young who. Like a surgeon, like he like his football knowledge and his brain are just. I, I think he's by far the best quarterback. You know what mm -hmm. I mean in terms of quarterbacking and that kind of stuff. I mean he he's been a he's been playing quarterback since he was young, right? He's been to like the Manning freaking school of quarterbacks. Like he's been like freaking groomed to be this freaking sick ass quarterback, which he has been. You know, feature highs. Yep. But then you have this athletic freak you know and anthony richardson who has all the upside but is a little bit more raw you mm -hmm. know so it's 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 going to be interesting um to see but I, I feel like that is what you were looking at right you have lance who has is more dynamic but per yep, took the gamble quarterback <laughs> he knows I, yeah he knows. yeah but we'll see who, yeah. what wins we'll see what wins yeah i mean come on niners draft capital matters <laughs> we'll see um, yeah, so moving on to you. So if I were you, I mean, it's pretty easy, right? Wait, hold on, so, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, let's, oh. Let's, let's, let's talk about your team a little bit more. Because mm. um, for you, right, obviously sold all sold all your players for picks. Yep. Now got to cash in or, or, or were we looking? I mean, you're like, let's say, quote, like rich in draft capital two next year, right? Yep. So instead of looking at your team as just this year, Let's look at this year and next year because um, for you, I feel like Bijan, right, makes sense if you're looking to grab, let's say, Caleb Williams. And next year, Kyler's going to be back. Yeah. Caleb, you know, Lance may be good. So in that sense, Bijan might be better for you in terms of like a positional need because your running back room is oof. i don't have a running back kind of ugly right now bro so i don't even i think my best running back room is samaj p ryan <laughs> <laughs> so that's the argument for Bijan. i i mean can't i mean you can't go wrong either way like the top i think the top two picks are slam dunk easy no decision no decision like, no yeah that's the easy, picking either easy. so that that's the that's the um that's my feel on like your two year plan. Like Bijan yeah. here, Kyler Murray, maybe you get uh, you know, draft you're definitely gonna draft a QB next year, which two look pretty good, right? Yeah. So I feel like if you like that quarterback room or oh, and having like 
that stud running back, go for it. You know, like Bijan won instead of Richardson. I could see you go either way, but that's the great thing about it. You know, you have some flexibility here um, for the years to come as well. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, I ain't, I ain't playing for this year. I'm. It's a, this is a long term project. You know, I tore it down to the studs um, last year, so it wasn't a it wasn't a one year job. You know, it's like a it's a it's a long term long term yeah. thing. And, uh, I yeah, mean, I agree and with looking you. at your and looking at your late round picks, uh, I think the value here is wide receivers, right? And your wide receiver room is better than mine, so. Um, if you do add these wide receivers, like you can only play what five of them. Yeah. Next year, maybe we go to. We're probably gonna go another one. So that is another route to go. Um, but you have Olave, um, London, London. Yep. So I mean, either or, like you're you're rich in draft capital, so it's gonna be very interesting to see which direction you go. Um, but flexibility, man, you have a, a lot of interesting decisions coming up yep i i sure do we'll see how <laughs> we'll see what i decide to do um but yeah 101 i mean you can't go wrong with either player to be honest yeah. with you so and then at 108 through the rest it's just i think it's just pick whatever's left over you know we got yeah. a top we picked out a top 10 so i just just pick the whatever's left so um not much thinking to do with my on my part uh moving on to you um, pretty similar, actually, right? So 102, you're just going to pick the other other player, right? A. Rich or Bijan. And then at 202, and it's probably similar thinking, right? Just next best talent available. You're not, you don't need to be picky about it. So maybe you go wide receiver. You got, there's some decent wide receivers after this with decent draft capital. Uh, that would be right after. So um, that's what I would probably do. I would probably go, um, Bijan or a rich whatever's left and then um you got a pretty strong running back room unless you want to protect your um if you want to handcuff ken walker about it honestly that's I a that's a thought about it. i was thinking about it uh we'll see <laughs> yeah, yeah i think i think with my second round picks i'm i i really need some like wide receiver help and maybe some flex help definitely so i think i'm just looking at two people that can contribute this year pretty much <laughs> yeah like you're you're i've said this before and people might think i'm joking because you were you know right down with me in the bottom of the league but man you your team i think is gotta be one of the favorites to to <laughs> at least at least make it to the champ like gotta be man i think i'll like, make the playoffs this year bro i think i'll make the playoffs um i mean we'll come see. On. We'll see i know you're being humble but come we'll on we'll see I, I do think lamar will be a top three quarterback this year so yeah let you me might have promise land bro you might arguably have the best quarterback room in our whole league oh arguably arguably you know what i mean i, I mean depend Wilson i would say depend, yeah too, yeah, but... yeah those two got some good like you got a definite top three right i mean like um so Watson got, uh, Watson got some weapons too I think they're gonna spread the ball more um they got Tillman um who else did they get uh didn't they get, didn't they sign another person too but yeah they traded or they traded for um Elijah Moore yep Elijah Moore yep that's what I was looking at so he got a bunch of wide receivers so hopefully Deshaun gets back to his top five or six dynasty 
yeah, quarterback. Oh, hopefully, Ooh. yeah, it's possible. And I mean, looking at your team, I mean, your team definitely. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I would, um, I would put you right now if I was power. If I was gun to my head, you'd be the number two team in my in my power rank. Ooh, Way too early power rankings. You'd be number two. That's just me though. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, man. I mean, you. It's not. It's not. It's not because it's your team. It's just. I mean, you don't gotta. I mean, nice. we call commissions. You don't gotta pepper me up. Man. <laughs> equal here, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this one next player we got. We got Mike's roster. So he got the one hundred and three. And what's interesting about Mike's roster and the one hundred and three? So I'm gonna. You're gonna be Mike, but I'm just gonna lay it out for you a little bit. So. He has a decent. His quarterback room is not bad, right? He is. He has Justin Jordan Herbert Love. as the QB one, and then he has Jordan Love as Daniel Jones as the quarterback two and three on his team. So, quarterback is not much of a. I would say. I mean, it's not like the greatest need on his roster. True, and Daniel Jones just signed that contract, so you don't got to worry about him. He signed the contract. He's gonna be there for at least what. Three years, yeah, two or three yeah. Years. I mean, Daniel Jones. I think he's underrated. He was QB nine last year. Um, right, and had a monster games like four. Like he was like a poor stuff. man's Josh Allen last year. Pretty much, yeah. And um, they draft. Who did they draft? Uh, they they got another wide receiver too. Right? Yeah, they drafted a wide receiver for mm-hmm. uh, later though. So I don't yep, really yep. know. But so that's just that's just my um you know preview to say like it might sound crazy but for his roster unless he can find a trade partner to trade out trade down for uh for more or future capital or whatnot I, I, it's not it's not crazy what you think about Jam- jameer gibbs at 103 Ooh, yeah i mean honestly for me here it's it's either Bryce Young or Jameer Gibbs for me. Um, I have Bryce Young ranked higher. Um, it's yeah, if, it's tough because honestly, I think he's in a win now mode, right? He traded Amina um, uh, for Cooper Cup. Um, he had CB right. time, so I mean, I'm, I'm assuming doing that trade, you, you want to win because um, there's a you know time limit on Cooper Cup. He's 29. I think it'd be 30 next year. Um, but obviously one of the best wide receivers when healthy. Um, tough, man. I personally, for his team, I would pick Jameer Gibbs. Um, I think he, he needs some help in his running back room. You know, Mitchell um, is his running back too. But he also has Pacheco and Pacheco and um, Brian Robinson. So if he does want to take that longer-term value, I could see him taking Bryce Young here because – I. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you feel about Jordan Love, um, but Daniel Jones could be out in two years, and I mean, uh, Young and Herbert core sounds pretty decent too. So it does, it does. So let me ask you this. So this is what I was also thinking um, selfishly because I have uh, late first round picks. I was like, hmm, I wonder if he would do Jordan Love for like the. 108 or 108 plus 
You know, then he could go Ooh, quarterback cool. at 103. Yeah, that's very interesting. And then and then replenish some of his, his positionals at 108 and whatever else that's needed. That's also a possibility, Jim. It was I, just a thought. I think his wide receiver room needs a little help, too. I mean, you got Cup and St. Brown, but cannot feel comfortable starting Sutton and Tony, right? I think... Um, Mims went to Denver too, so that yeah. wide receiver room got a little bit more crowded. Um, he did; he does have Odell, but other than that, his wide receivers is kind of thin. So yeah. I mean, that's that's a very entertaining deal. Um, I would certainly entertain it. You know, I mean, I'm down like to trade anybody. I mean, if the price is right, <laughs> you know. Um, that's yeah, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, that's I mean, my thinking was just like. Would you rather have Gibbs plus Gibbs plus Jordan Love, or would you rather have Bryce plus you know the rook the later rookies like hmm. QJ or Zay Flowers or something? Yeah, it's a it's a it's just an interesting thought that I was uh, that I because then that would if he were to trade Jordan Love, that would totally make the one hundred three Bryce Young right if yep. he needed oh, a quarterback oh, three, which 100%. I think he should be. I, I think Bryce Young has the potential like there's some size concerns and all that dude he played in the sec he won the heisman he like if he put if you put uh bryce young on ohio state like you swapped with shroud he'd be shredding numbers like he, like his numbers this year would have been crazy um yep, so yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yes, it was just I a think thought that even. I had. To... And I think it's even, you know, I think it's an even trade depending on what route you want to go towards, you know. Right, so, right. Yep. So, yep, could see that. Yeah, so I was just thinking, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I asked, I texted him, I was like, what's your temperature on Jordan Love? Because if it's like two first, then it's like, ah, no, I don't, I'll, I'll pass. But if it's just, if it's one, I'll, I'll be okay taking dabble. the gamble and, yeah, yeah, dabble a little bit. Um, yeah, and then so that, that's and then that's two. He has two uh second round picks, right? So that yep. 203 is definitely going to be a contributor, I believe. Um, we're, we're still in that range of you're getting a good player, so under that 20210, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely got definitely need wide receivers and running backs if you stay put, though, right? Um, with Jordan yes. Love, which is not a better quarterback three, so. Yeah, but, that's why I was but, just like. But you're really way. you're really banking on that Daniel Jones is see, season last year was no fluke, right? You right, really need right. him to produce. So having that quarterback, solid quarterback here is very important. I feel like. So would you rather have Bryce Young, like you said, or Jordan Love, and you know these other wide receivers or running backs? You know, I don't know. Yeah, it's really just a team building philosophy thing, depending yep. on what what he what he desire, you know, wants more. Um, you know, some people might rather have might want the a starting a starter on your roster versus just a backup quarterback, you know. But Bryce Young could easily become the starting quarterback. I could see it honestly. Eventually yeah. too. So just a thought. But yeah, Mike has um I mean at 103, you just pick up pick up whoever you you got you got your choice between some studs there. Um and then we got three guys. I want to group them together. I originally had them separated, but we're going to group together Daryl, David, and Micah. Oh, and Andy. And Mina. So four of them. Let's do Mina, too. Oh, and Mina. There's five of them without first-round Oh, picks. let's just talk all of them. <laughs> so let's start with, um, I'll pull up Daryl's team. So 
Daryl was the um, fourth worst, right, on our in our league. Um, fourth so worst we got league, but number one trash talker. Oh yes, yes. I mean, he got he got running backs. <laughs> Corderell, oh Corderell just lost all value. So he was trashing my team, Jin. I knew he was, and he was like right next game. to me. <laughs> what? Oh, it's so funny, man. <laughs> he was like talking about like who are you starting, and then look the at him. Sucks, lad. Yeah, I was like, oh man. <laughs> It's so funny. That's what happens, man. Bad juju. Like J- Jamar Chase went down at the wrong time. Um, yep. I think that buy low window is closed. We mean you tried to buy him so oh, hard. Man, we team. did. Oh my goodness. But he, kudos to him. He stuck to his guns. Studs be studs, right? Um, but his team is um He needs to get he, younger. He, he needs he's younger. pretty old. You got Joe Mixon, Damian Harris. Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Alexander Madison, I guess. Um, running back room. Wide receivers, you got um, Adam Thielen, uh, Devonta Smith, Devontae Smith, Debo, D-Hop, Jamar Chase. So, I mean, it's it's not – he's not – he's kind of deep, right? Kind of. Um, he's getting older. Um, we'll see how that running back room goes. But if you were if you were him – would you want to inject some youth and, or you think you you think just you know cut my losses? We'll just we'll just move on to next year. Um, for me, I think for him, and I um he's told me this too because we've talked a little. Quarterback man, little got to be very nervous about that. Mac Jones and then Aaron Rodgers could retire at any moment, right? Sign with the Jets. So I mean, mm-hmm. this year it seems like uh, Rodgers would be his quarterback too. Um, but who knows? You know what I mean? Um, I let's talk about Mina's team too, because I feel yeah, like, go for it. I, I feel like Mina and Daryl's team are kind of similar. Obviously, Mina, I mean, they're on the obvious, like opposite ends of the spectrum, you know, because oh, Mina, I find that disrespectful. Because <laughs> I mean, I mean, Daryl was near us, and Mina won, yeah. you know. So, I mean, that yeah, that's I mean, that's a big difference. But in terms of like just looking at the overall team they're a little older you know so the question the question is do they do they trade up right or do they get back into the first or second round this year um depends on price honestly (laughs) um but yeah i think they need to because um yeah i mean daryl stopped drinking on sundays and just throwing picks at gin because that was probably yes sir (laughs) Right. I mean, what what pick was that? Four? Four, which four. I just gave away four. anyway. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was four this year, right? So, I mean, if if Daryl stays pat, he could be having his QB3 this year. Um, Stroud or Bryce Young, you never know. Yeah, but, um, yeah, th- that's a question that, you know, only they can answer. I mean, I think Mina has the better uh, pieces still. I think because yeah. I mean he has Kelsey, he has Cook, uh, Cooks. Uh, I mean Dalvin Cook, um, Henry, Ed Lamb. You know those. You know Hopkins and um, I think I think Debo. You know I think he's probably one of those players that like looks nice, but fantasy wise, yeah, he's a better <laughs> real. He's a better real like life, right? real life player than a fantasy player. Especially since McCaffrey's here now, you know what I mean? So in terms of dynasty, uh, 
team. I think they both, um, that's questions they, you know, really need to ask themselves. I mean, there's a bunch. I feel like second rounders, I mean, first maybe might be harder to come by, but second rounders, man, like you're still getting a young player that's, you know, got good draft capital. Um, I would be looking to get younger personally. Yeah, it's just, but you know, the, the thing is like, do you trade future draft capital to jump in now? It depends. It depends what team you're talking to. Right. Cause for you, you, you don't want anybody on their team except E.D. Lamb or Chase, right. Or whatever. Um, Depends um, on the contender. (laughs) If they're a contender, which they'll have to wait, you know, because we, we don't start, for another what five months yeah I still, month. you're right you could be selling pieces to contenders during the season but that's not going to get you in this draft so yeah yeah so, so. then maybe those guys are more like well he they want to wait and see how maybe training camp or and their or team how the does. first month yeah sure. how the team does how the players do and then they'll buy in i can see that you know yep, like maybe 2024 maybe they'll start selling or you know, maybe they want to buy because they're right there and, you know, they're contending still, you know, who knows? But And, yeah, dude, so also Micah's team, I mean, his team is loaded at the top, right? Top, and he has like all the top backs, heavy. So if you need running backs, text Michael. Yeah, he got, he got a lot of backs. That's 100% positive. I mean, Jay, uh, yeah, he has a lot of them. But his wide receivers, ooh, it's... uh. He's going to be starting, I think, Brandon Cooks as his wide receiver three. So that's where it gets. That's where it's like all these teams, when we're going to start 10, there, you know, there's going to be some holes. So, you know, you could, there's a lot of good wide receivers at the back end of the first that you could um, buy in for. But, yep. It's one of those. But see, it's one of those two where it's one of those teams, Jin, for like, let's say for you, um, you want picks, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you don't want anybody on his team. Yeah. You ain't getting, you ain't <laughs> getting my yep. picks without giving me picks. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's tough because let's say for me, right. I'm looking, yeah. I, I have a pretty good contending team next year, in my opinion. So those sure picks do. from you seem a little bit more attractive to me. You know what I mean? And I have some picks that you might want because you know, there is different from players, you know, because it's hard to get Jamar Chase from Daryl. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? Um, but there's only a few things that each team has that managers want. So that makes tweaking on Dynasty like endless hours, you know, that we've wasted looking at shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it really depends. I think Micah will be one of those teams too that um lump him in with daryl and mina that i think he'll be okay seeing what he has um buying into the season and either buying or selling during the season um in my opinion um but yeah i mean he could easily jump into he could easily sell see the things about uh the thing about um micah is that he had he's overloaded at running back right yeah so he could easily trade two running backs to jump into 
the second round or, you know, those type of things to get younger, which is something I probably would look at if I was him, um, need some wide receivers. So maybe jumping into the second round and getting some wide receivers makes a lot of sense for Michael. Mm, yeah, that'll be that'll be a shrewd move. Um, I mean, he does have a lot of running backs. Um, he got some stud running backs too. Not just he got Penny, quantity and it's quality. Penny too. He has Penny too on uh, On IR. IR, yeah. Yep. So he he has a plentiful of running backs. Um, he has the best running back room by far. I I think Oh um, yeah. he has the depth and the you know the high end McCaffrey and Jacobs easily could see him being a running back one again this year. Um, Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah, it, yeah. it to me it It's makes a more good. sense to jump into the second round from Micah more more than uh, Daryl and you know. Hmm. I see. Yeah, I, I, I get. I totally agree with you. Um, what about Andy? What, what do you think about uh, quarterback? Right, you would have to. back yeah Yeah, he's it's tough loaded everywhere else. he's loaded so i he's one of the few he's one of the ones too that i could see jumping into this um this first round you know what i mean lev levis Levis. i mean he has Tannehill, so i mean he's gonna have the starter for the titans so that makes a lot of sense um yeah i i could tell he's he's rich at positional players right a bunch Yeah. of wide receiver twos uh you know, RB1s, um, you know, RB2s as well. So totally could see him jumping into like the first or the second to get a little younger. Um, need some quarterbacks though. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, yeah, Levis, uh, man, Levis sl sliding this far. Who I I don't think anybody would have thought that. To be honest with you, I didn't think he'd be I thought he this was a, low. a lock first rounder, but once he started going into the twenties, Yep. once he passed the Vikings, I was like, nope, he's he ain't going into in the first round. Yep. 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 He, I mean, he's loaded. I mean, he he, I probably had, I don't know about a winner, but like Swift, right? Bear Yeah. the depth chart, like people hated it. Like the Lions did not like this dude, right? Like. talented but just didn't give him t that much touches gets traded to the philadelphia eagles where i think he has a defined role because penny is not the pass catcher you know Nope, so he nope. could easily get you know rb1 numbers because he does have the talent too so um he needs that help though because uh who knows about zeke um but he he he's one of the teams that can weather some some um f fallouts on the running backs and wide receivers because he's loaded at water running back and wide receiver Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and then we'll just real quick, Ryan at one oh four, one oh four, one oh five, and one oh seven. I mean, he's He's, I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, what it like if if Mike goes quarterback, then Ryan just goes quarterback, and then Gibbs or JSN, right? If if Mike goes Gibbs, then I mean, draft your two quarterbacks. Then you you got two quarterbacks for the for the future. Like it's a Yep. pretty nice position to be in. Um, he just lets he'll just let it all fall to him. There's no reason to trade back or trade um trade up. He's just Easy, easy pickings. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's I think there's arguments to trade up, you know, to get into that, you know, Anthony Richardson tier. I mean, it, I mean, it is an option to look at. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's picking 
he's picking two of the top five players, you know, four or five back to back and just maybe waiting for Mike to pick. Um, if I have no, I have not talked to Mike at all. I, I have no clue where his head's at. I have it's no clue. The, it's the mystery box. Nobody knows. Um, so Ryan, I mean, Ryan's in a good spot. You know, he has 104, 105 and 107. Yeah. Yeah. So depends, but he does need some quarterback help. Um, I think for him, I think he would love uh, Bryce and Stroud um, at the four and five and then just picking whoever you think is best, of, you know, at 107 and just calling it a day. Yeah, agreed. I mean, leaving with two of the top three quarterbacks in, in a class is pretty nice, especially with his QB room. I mean, it's it's if he had like that top end quarterback one, then Derek Carr and Jimmy G would be pretty decent looking, you know, um, depth, but yeah, he needs that top end QB talent, but the rest of his roster is still pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty, so. pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, I have not talked to Ryan at all about these. I mean, I have talked about these picks, but not who he wants at these picks. Um, but, like I like I said, uh, like when we were talking about our rankings, like if he leaves here with Stroud and Gibbs, do you think he's super happy? Ooh, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I think you, I think you would prefer bright, uh, Young and Stroud, or even Young and Gibbs. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. Um, but but yeah, I I mean, I think Carr and his quarterback room will get him. Uh, you know, he's going to have starters this year, but I, I know for a fact he's looking to upgrade his QB room. So um, we'll see w what falls to him and wh where his head is at when he's on the clock or when Mike when Mike is on the clock, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That's when the draft really actually begins, I guess, is when Mike picks his guy because yep. that could change mystery. everything. Mystery. And then finally we'll round out with... Um, Sneak peek, my number one preseason uh, team going into season number two. Uh, he's my pick right now. Top tier is Josen. Um, I have six, man. I have one, two, Jin. So you haven't won two? I haven't won two. I mean, yeah, Josen's team is stacked and he's sitting pretty. I think right there is that tier break that we we're talking about, you know, yep. six. So I think Josen is in. He he doesn't care who whatever happens. He's picking the neck. He's picking the last player of the tier, which is a great position to be at. Um, you know that picking the last person of that tier break. Yeah. Um, so I think he would be happy with anything, QB, running back, or JSN. Yeah, he's the rich get richer. Basically, getting the <laughs> either the best. Wide receiver, second best running back, or third best quarterback in this class. Like, yep. just and hand mid, it to you. Yep, and a mid-second rounder. So, yeah, uh, Joseph's looking really, really good this year. Yeah, man. And at that mid-second round, I would target Hank Bigsby if he was available. Just to handcuff running that back. ETN yeah. pick. Yeah, I would take running back, too. I, I think I think you need uh, don't need to, but... I think the value right there in the mid second is where that running running back would be. Yep, and yeah, yep. tank tank is pretty good. Tank is yeah. pretty good. Yep, He's, going to be interesting. He should be there at two six, maybe oh, not. Yeah. Maybe oh, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
but yeah man his his team his team doesn't have he has the depth and he has the top end talent too like that's why like he's my number one team going into this year followed by you and then we'll go from there after that but that's just a little sneak preview of a potential episode in the future but Lance, how you feeling, man? We're a couple days, or uh, as as when they when they hear this, we'll be less than a day away from our rookie draft. Yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked, dude. Ever since ever since the Super Bowl, I mean, I've been I've been tweaking on Dynasty shit, dude. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tweaking, um, who knows? Maybe after this draft, we'll just chill out a little bit because there really isn't too much move or you know news up until maybe like training camp and stuff. But man. The year is flying by, and I wouldn't be surprised if you blink and it's already like August. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right, right. Yep. So exciting times, man. It's our first rookie draft. Uh, we're going to do a slow draft this time, you know, to give managers time on the clock. I think that makes a big difference because, you know, we can do all these hypotheticals and stuff. But, hey, when you're on the clock, time's ticking, and you only have a certain amount of time. So you either got to get a deal done or pick. So, Yep, yep. it's gonna be fun. Yep, it's gonna be fun. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, I got a lot of picks in the first round, but after that, I'm on vacation, boys. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. So with all that, we will conclude the first episode of season two of the Fast Movers Dynasty podcast. Uh, let's have a great first rookie draft, everyone, and we'll talk to you guys later. Peace.